just making it happen. <laughs> We're all three here. I'm having a bit of technical difficulties here on this end. We have Simon and Julian, and I'm Laura McGilvery, and this is 30 Minute Mastermind. If I happen to drop out, Julian and Simon will keep going with you today. We're having a little bit of uh, internet issue here today. Today, we're going to be talking about embrace who you are and taking that control from your devices and finding calm amongst chaos through a simple digi-clutter process. Simon and Leon are going to be doing most of the talking today, and which is a good thing we had already planned that, because I may or may not be here through the whole show. Simon, you've been talking a lot. We, previously, we talked about introvert, extrovert, and ambivert. And you shared with us some really, really fascinating information that you've been studying for yourself, for your, whole, for your life. And Julianne, you also shared some really fascinating information that you've studied as well. I'm going to leave it to the two of you. And, and these two talks, they may not sound like they, they have anything to do with each other, but they completely overlap. And that's where we're going to start today. How should these topics are about? And Julian and Simon, I guess, through how these two overlap. Simon, are you ready? Yes, but um, do, do do you want to um, carry on from last week first, Julian, and then I'll and move into talking about um, digital disconnection? Okay. Yeah. So. Well, you uh, said uh, two weeks ago, actually, that uh, two weeks ago you were uh, with us, um, that you um, sort of became um, an ambivert. Well, we have to uh, maybe also clarify a little bit what is ambivert, uh, because uh, I uh, found out for myself uh, that that word ambivert and actually calmed me and uh, and uh, down because it's it's embracing both uh, being introvert and extrovert and uh, I didn't know that term in in the beginning that it actually existed so uh, I was quite relieved uh, that it does exist and uh, and that there's a name for it. And, uh, and that uh, you can actually feel good uh, with the best of both worlds, right? So, uh, you, Simon, you, you told me that you had a similar um, yeah, feeling about it um, because uh, you, you were telling uh, two weeks ago that um, you felt more uh, introvert, but also had some, um, some aspects of being an, an extrovert. So mm -hmm. um, can you tell us a little bit how uh, you sort of like embraced or became more um, an ambivert? Yeah, um, before I'd, I'd always thought through, I guess, television and also through different situations at school and, and university that being an extrovert was the ideal and that's what we should all aspire to being and being an introvert was would meant you were you weren't going to be successful in life and it meant an equal being shy but I've found that that's that's not really the case because there's lots of 
very successful introverts leading companies and even even in positions of power in government and other areas and people that just you don't have to be some uh, leading a company or a government you can just be successful in your own field maybe you work in science or you're a journalist or anything really and you don't have to try and change yourself into being an extrovert but but uh, generally speaking most people are neither 100% extrovert or 100% introvert they fall in between that spectrum and I realized that I was probably somewhere in the middle because I, I enjoy my own time but I also like being around people and talking and communicating with people I don't like to spend too much time on my own so I, I found through a book I was reading that I mentioned two weeks ago that I'm probably an ambivert so I'm, I'm a bit of both introvert and extrovert um, and I'm been happy to embrace that that uh, about aspect of myself rather than trying to change myself I that book by Susan Cain right uh, how, how to yeah, become uh, introvert uh, well it's about um, it's it's quiet it's called quiet the power of introverts in the world that can't stop talking because we exactly we're always presented with this ideal of, of extroverts and we should always be talking and we should all in big groups but it's absolutely fine to be by yourself sometimes or or, or be by yourself at least probably once a day and or more often and be with your own thoughts especially if you're more of an introvert because introverts need that time to to recharge um away from other people and that's actually um like um what you were saying is uh, time spending time with some some people um might be even afraid of being uh alone but alone uh, at the same mm. time does not mean to be lonely and actually uh, no. it is really embracing um, your own company and actually it is um, since we are all creative beings human beings are creative beings that's that's the the, the time we spend uh, with ourselves that we can actually tap into this creative uh, mode um where we can where we can uh, tap into our so-called uh, higher faculties because uh, if, if it's all noisy and uh, and also most of the time not not with music or anything else most of the time uh, through uh, digital noise um <clears throat> that we don't really ask what's going on uh, within us and creation creation is uh, is something that stems from uh, within it's not it's not something um uh, that comes from from the external world it's create everything starts uh, from within and um, <laughs> and yes of course um being ambivert then is uh, is embracing both um the um the time you spend with yourself and then things like we are doing right now um being more sharing more our uh, extrovert side uh, but then um maybe more in a useful sense and um yeah and and sharing and uh collaborating um that's um 
I I think being ambivert is 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 a great uh, thing, is a great option, and uh, and I think uh, a lot of people uh, will will find themselves in that uh, term, like uh, like you said, that um, uh, most people are ambivert. <laughs> yes, um, most people, very few people are the are the very extremes, and it's um, it's like you said, it's about um, tapping into yourself and and looking inwards rather than always seeking external validation and um listening to other people you can also listen to your own intuition but that's especially true probably when you're more with your ambivert or more introverted um because uh yeah extroverts thrive off of social situations and and they need to be around and they get their energy from being around lots of people and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that either because Possibly the world might be uh, a bit more boring if there was no extroverts. You need extroverts. They're often the life of the party. Um, and if you, yeah. So, uh, but just connecting to what you were saying earlier about um, too much noise in the world today. This has become a, a bigger and bigger problem now. And I've just been uh, reading a book which I bought the other day called Digital Minimalism by uh, Cal Newport, which I really, really recommend. And it's especially if you're starting to question being on or you're feeling feelings of um, of negativity from being on the Internet all the time and connected to too many devices and you feel like you're just on scrolling through Facebook or Twitter or, an in or Instagram too much and you're wasting time, then if you read this book, then he'll go into reasons why that's that's definitely not not a good thing to be doing that and it's good to take time away from these devices and social media to rediscover your your own passions and be able to listen to your own inner voice and i'll just read you out a short uh, sentence from the book Great. solitude deprivation a state in which you spend close to zero time alone with your own thoughts and free from input from other minds, and I think that's that's becoming a massive problem today, especially again amongst younger people, teenagers, or um, children that are they've grown up pretty much their whole lives with with screens and the internet and social media, and they're never really alone with their own thoughts, and that's that's very bad for their own creativity and their own sense of well-being and happiness because you need your own thoughts to be able to form. Or you, you need solitude, uh, sorry, to be able to form your own coherent thoughts about life and and um, tap into your own creativity. Exactly, absolutely, and it's uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, with silence. Actually, um, actually, uh, um, there's something called the Zen mind. And uh, and reaching that state of a Zen mind where there is where you don't really have any um, past thoughts or future thoughts, just the, the present um, moments uh, is uh, is challenging, and it's uh, going to be more um, more of a challenge maybe also in the future. But there are uh, tools that um, that uh, you can embrace, like uh, like reading such books as you were suggesting right now, or you can make your own routine how you how you reach those moments of of Zen. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. 
not, it's not always uh, through um, um, meditation or um, or yoga. I I, I think um, everyone, since everyone is is uh, individual and and very different, is inspired and um, um, act activated uh, by um, by different uh, things. Some people even uh, um, uh, get though this Zen mind listening to loud, noisy music. <laughs> so uh, yeah. it's very, it's very individual. Um, Absolutely. But it's all it all has to do with uh, reconnecting with your own self, and whether that is um, singing, dancing, um, um, painting, or or just uh, being mute. Uh, Whatever it is uh, for you, um, uh, it's it's embracing that and do it, doing it more. Simon and I were talking about many holidays. We do quite a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, very short mini break, and uh, every we take one day and we completely just and we go off on uh, island or somewhere. And just those little bits of things that you can do uh, to to just recharge and connect with with just grounding, regrounding yourself again. Go off to somewhere you've never been or haven't been for a long time, and make it a an adventure. Like you know, it's a big journey. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think um, one of the things. Well, what the book is. Something I've got through in the book at the moment is taking um, a 30 minute, a 30, 30 day digital detox. So disconnecting as much as possible from social media, your smartphone, email, um, YouTube, Netflix. And then after the 30 days, you come back to you come back to these things and you, you, you think about which ones are actually best for your life rather than just looking at them unconsciously and wasting time you think maybe I'll check um, if you're going to use social media maybe you only use it on your computer so you don't have these apps on your phone and if you're going to go out for a walk uh, leave your phone at home or if you're going to meet some friends leave your home your phone at home you don't need to be looking at Facebook while you're face to face with your friend talking talking with them over dinner or lunch so it's it's becoming it's about thinking more consciously about how how we use technology and r rather than letting technology kind of use us which is what like a lot of these social media apps and um netflix and on not not netflix sorry but uh, youtube and online g games they they make money from our attention they need us to be looking at them as much as possible to make money from us so we need to we need to keep in mind that there's very, very intelligent people uh, using our attention to make money, and we're not always we're not always aware of that. And when we become aware of that, we can hopefully disconnect more often. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, and also, uh, we all have the 24 hours. There's no uh, no person in the world uh, who has uh, 20, uh, 48 hours. We all get the 24 hours and it's the, the priorities we give to the things we give attention to. So um, maybe the, this 30-day uh, 
um, digital detox is is also uh, a great way to um, to make time uh, for maybe family or, or mm -hmm. connect with uh, with friends in in real conversation. And I'm not saying that um, uh, texting or chatting uh online is not real because it has become so real that uh, we cannot even distinguish that anymore but um uh, we need this human interaction and um and i think it's it's very valuable and it's all about uh, giving value and uh, and receiving but if uh, we are not genuinely uh able to to give then we are not going to be able to receive either so um absolutely so and i think when we, uh, when we recharge ourselves when we take time away from uh phones and social media and screens we can go back into to nature and we can um exercise and all these other things and like you said we recharge ourselves and when we're in that state of um, well-being and we feel positive about ourselves then we can give back to other people rather than always needing to take from take energy from other people or take energy from um, exterior sources we can radiate I know it sounds a bit of a cliche but radiate energy outwards rather than exactly. being a taker be a giver it's it's all inside of each of us we each have the capacity it's it's pulling it out it's connecting to it it it's getting back in touch with it as this was um, it was referring to um, live a more meaningful life with less technology what do you fill your time with once you disconnect do you need to play? Um, I'm mm. sure this book the book has all digital decluttered processes in it um, you just need to be thinking about what are you filling your time with as you're disconnecting from particular things. Julianne, you recently um, did a, a, a mini disconnect holiday as well. You went up to the mountains. Uh, what, were you, what did you do then? You, were, you went in again. Well, it was uh, it was uh, two two days uh, me by myself in a in a cottage, and uh, uh, yes, I mean I had internet there, um, but I did not um, use it the same way I would use at home. Uh, so I spent a lot of time out in nature, and it was really recharging and uh, and spending very much time uh, with myself and. Um, um, uh, yeah, I was able to uh, to give uh, afterwards. I refilled my cups, my um, body, mind, and soul cup, um, doing uh, things um, accordingly to fill them, and uh, and then I was um, a better a better server in uh, in the end. And I'm going uh, I'm going again uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I will go up there again. Uh, this okay. time I will take uh, my mom. So <laughs> let's see how that goes. That'll be fantastic, the two of you, just going off. Yeah. Connecting and going off and hiking and, yeah, and, exactly. and just the nature, reconnecting and charging. 
together. Nature, you know, and and also here, uh, since uh, since we're living close to the to the sea. Uh, you were saying early on about uh, mini mini excursions and walks. Um, I like to do the grounding, um, which is like mm. really putting your feet in the sand, bare feet in the sand, and you can really feel just not take more than half an hour, but uh, it already sucks out all the. It feels like it like it's sucking out all the negativity, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. you feel. Reboosted. <laughs> Most every morning we go for about 70, 80 minutes. We go walking along the sea. And, and um, yeah, and then that we do every morning, early in the morning. And then once a week, we don't have a plan until that morning. We picnic and we have one phone with us. And you know, you have your own business, or if you work for a company, or you can take one day. You can you can take one day and just shut everything off. Julian, is there anything, anything at all that is so urgent that I must get back to you like in seconds or in ten minutes or in five minutes? Is there anything that I must that if you send a message about something that if I don't respond to you in 30 minutes, then the world is going to fall apart. I, there just isn't. Not, I mean, this is something up in our own head that, yeah. you know, life is so urgent. We must do this within 10 seconds of getting a ping on our phone. This is, this is a, a, the habit, the repetition, repetition, repetition that we create in our own thinking. Yes. And so we most of the time, my ringer is turned off on the phone. Mm -hmm, if there mm -hmm. is something so urgent that someone must get a hold of me, they will ring me, <laughs> or they will, um, you know, they'll find a way to get a hold of me. If there, I can't, I can't remember the time that there has been some so urgent that it, 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 the world has fallen apart because I haven't got back to someone in 30 minutes or I, I can't think of a time absolutely and, and so, so a, a red phone on my desk that you know is a bat phone that some, they must reach me all the time so, but you know you know the good thing is the good thing is that um uh, since you become aware that it's self-created uh, we are also the ones in charge who can um you can create back um a healthier habit so but we we are in charge it's, it's us it's that's us. exactly what that book is about that, that simon has and i don't have that one but i will have it after today um, and it's take back control from your devices and find calm among chaos mm. Declutter process. Simple. Choose a focused life in a noisy world. That's what this whole thing is that Simon's been studying with this. And and it, it's about taking control of your life again. You know, we didn't when we had phones on the wall. The, you used to have a dial phone on that old 
<laughs> connected to the wall and you could only walk so far and you know dad took a really long extension so i can go around in the hall and have a conversation <laughs> you know with the springy cord on it <laughs> my little brother would come along and spring the thing and it would slap <laughs> We lived that, you know, it was okay. The world was fine. <laughs> it really was. I, I survived, you know. <laughs> it, it can be done. We, we've, we just lived in such instant, immediate, um, just right now, a world that it's hot. And when it becomes a habit, that, that's where you've got to. Hmm say it's an okay habit anymore is this serving me is this really serving me and my health and my my well-being and it's a bit like so, so pleased that you brought this entire thing up and how the two do intersect simon the the embracing who you are piece of it and, and that they really do intersect yeah and there's a good kind of um, analogy, I would say, between this and um, the the pollution that's that's ravaging the planet. For example, let's say all the plastic pollution, because for example, these plastic straws we came we became used to using these for I know the last twenty years, let's say, and then we kind of think, well, it's it's always been like that, but it hasn't. And there was a time before plastic straws, and now. They've just banned them in the UK, so you can't, in restaurants and cafes, you can't give out plastic straws, and we're going we're gonna to survive without plastic straws, and we can survive without being connected to social media and our phones 24-7. They've it's, been changing here. Sorry. They've been changing over here for quite a while in, uh, in Puerto Ventura, probably in, um, yeah, in Tenerife, as well. Tenerife as well, to the paper. The, mm -hmm. And to um, um, like uh, a spaghetti, a, a pasta noodle, just a mm -hmm. piece of pasta noodle, yeah. which completely dissolves and disintegrates. You've oh. been switching oh. for quite a while here. They haven't, uh, they haven't banned it. Um, in fact, in the mornings when we do our walk, where we have a little plastic bag with us, and we're picking up the plastic things along the shore and washing mm -hmm. in overnight. Um, and the bras are the biggest thing that we, we find on the bits that have washed up from the time. I'm, I was really pleased to hear that when I saw that they had banned that. It's Finally. Done. Well done. Finally. And in, the, in a state in America, I think it's um, Maine, they've just banned um, styrofoam packaging from fast food I think so it's happening in America as well. Fantastic well done Maine <laughs> well done America keep going <laughs> keep going <laughs> one step at a time you know one change and one step at a time keep going I think it's patience you know we gotta uh, things are moving in in the right direction it's it's uh, it doesn't create uh, create overnight and it no, takes time no. and uh, we have to be 
more patient uh, with others, but first of all, also with our own selves, because mm. even the even the smallest uh, changes that we want to um, to make for our own um, well-being or yes. um, improvement is gonna be um, um, yeah met with uh, friction and with a lot of frustration yes. because we are not yet there but it's it's all uh, it's all part of the transformation and it's uh it it is um and yeah growing and it's patience it's not, yeah patience perseverance just like making this one happen today right <laughs> patience exactly. persistence did it <laughs> yeah it happened you can do it. And we're coming up to the last minutes. <laughs> 30 minute mastermind just goes Zoom. We're coming up to the last few minutes. So, Simon, can you again let us know what that book is? Because this is probably one of the most important books. We, uh, everything, everything we talk about is hugely important. This, though, I think, is something people really need to start getting their head around. Digital minimalism. Digital minimal, minimal, minimalism. <laughs> Choosing the focus life in a noisy world by Cal Newport. Professor Cal Newport. It, well, we will put it in the description box. We'll put it down below on the replay. Absolutely. And the other one is embracing who you are. Um, what was the name of the book again? That was called. Quiet by Susan Cain. Um, before, the power of introverts in it. Yeah. We put we put it in um, a couple of weeks ago, but we'll put that in the feed below the comments below this one as well because it's a really important book. But just going back to it's kind of um, just one last point about it is that uh, as Cal Newport says in the book. You don't need to completely shut yourself away from technology. And as you can see through these kind of masterminds, technology can be used for very powerful ways to inspire and or hopefully inspire and motivate people and share knowledge and connect with people. But it's about using it consciously. Um, but yeah, Healthy choices. Yeah, so. <laughs> healthier choices. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Making healthier choices from the whole. And this is just one piece of that from the whole. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. as, as a being, we have so many multifacets. And, it's, it's, and as these new improved life improvement things come into our lives, we need to learn how to manage them better for ourselves and what that means for us. Um, mm -hmm. and, and although, I mean, look what this has allowed us to do, like you said, to, to do some very, very creative, um, very, very helpful, useful um, chats about things that we're sharing with others that are, are thinking some of the, the we're thinking and share different perspectives of it. So it's what you do with it, it all of it. It's everything, every piece yeah. of 
who we are being. It's what you do and how you manage a piece of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So anything else, Leon? Anything else right. to add, Dennis? Say goodbye. Let us know uh, how how you create, how you find uh, digital minimalism uh, for yourself. Are you embracing it? Are you an introvert, an extrovert, or an ambivert? Please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Tim. Uh, Tim wrote just hi, Tim. to show hi. Can't stay, but we'll look in later. Have fun, guys. Hello, Tim. Thank Glad you. you. Thanks, Tim. We'll have you on the show. Uh, yeah, in a couple of weeks, I think Tim is on. <laughs> well, cool. Thirty-minute <laughs> mastermind with Simon Turkus, Julian. And I'm Lori McElfrey. Till next week, wishing you an amazing week ahead. Mwah.